Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is show 113 of NASCAR Radio. We're trading cards and racing meat. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the amazing Jason. Jason's off today. Jason, where are you? And then the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm feeling too tough to trade. <laughs> yes um get, got a great show for you today we're going to talk about racing recap racing re- racing recap we had a few races over the weekend of the holiday weekend and then we're gonna do a little kind of state of the hobby we're gonna look at a few different websites and look at product product available product prices stuff like that and then we're going to finish up with king's court so but let's get into it. Let me get out my chi-chi here. The Camping World Truck Series, they were off still. And they will... They're actually getting ready to race this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, they've been off a few weeks. Uh, they're going to be race number... Well, it's going to be race 19. They're in the playoffs. There's four more till Phoenix, if you'd believe it. Uh, they're going to be at Kansas Speedway, the Kansas Lottery 200, and that's going to be Friday, September 9th at 7.30 p.m. night race. Stages for Kansas Speedway, end of lap 30, end of lap 60, and end of lap 134. Moving over to the Xfinity Series, that was race number 24, and that was the 40th annual Sports Clips Haircuts VFW Help a Hero 200. That was Saturday, September 3rd at Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. We had a little bit of video game mode going on there, but Noah Graskin was our winner, followed by Sheldon Creed, our highest finishing rookie at position two, uh, who was playing that video game there. That was a cool race, man. The uh, last Lap and a half, two laps, whatever you want to call it, were incredible. Noah Gregson was third going into the last lap, and he ended up winning the race because Sheldon Creed sent it off full throttle into the wall, was go, going around the wall, and then Kyle Larson's like banging on him and everything, and Noah Gregson just kind of went, went down below him and which went right on by him for the win. Yeah, so yeah, Kyle Larson was running in that race, uh, and they were all buying – for the win. So that was uh, a little days of thunder there going on with the trading paint and some sparks. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's one of the mo- more exciting finishes I've seen in a long time. That's, that's a, that's a top 10 for me. That was, that was a great finish. And Noah, yeah, he, after the race, I guess because that burnout, he was breathing some of that fumes, whatever he had to catch his breath and, and everything. And there were no fights, which was pretty cool. Uh, Sheldon Creed took it in stride, you know, wanting to win it and stuff, but it came so close. So, yeah, and I think Noah Gregson was the pre-race favorite for winning that, and he ended up he ended up winning the race just like everybody thought he would. <laughs> yeah, I think we've talked about Noah Gregson before. Well, I know we, I'm sure we have, but um, his rookie cards or his first year cards, 2017. He's in 2017 Donruss, but it's only the signature series. There's an unnumbered version. There's a gold version, number 25, and a 101. 
which would be pretty cool to have. Also, 2017 Panini Absolute. That was the first year for Panini Absolute. That was card number 88. You can see that on the screen. I think that's the blue version that I have up there. But there's a silver version number to 299, blue to 199. There's a red, gold, and then there's four printing plates for Absolute. And then there's Panini Select Signatures. There's an unnumbered version, and there's a blue, red, gold, and checkered flag prism for that all numbered either 50 or lower. And then track size or Panini Torque track size signatures, unnumbered version, and then blue, red, green, and checkerboard all numbered 75 or less. So not a lot of Noah Graskin 2017. If you remember, he you know he's going for the, the championship this year, and then we'll be moving up to cup next year so he's definitely one to watch yep i think he's going to do good next year in cup he's he's got the drive to do well yeah i think the, the media likes him he has a pretty good personality and he's got some talent you know he's got decent cars so i look for a you know a good finish this year if not you know trying to win it i guess that would be the storybook to win it this year and then move up to cup next year mm-hmm. did you see where top freaking gibbs finished I did because I can cheat and look that he was sixth. sixth. Yeah, he finished sixth, and Sam Mayer was eleventh. So, but I don't think Ty Gibbs was really ever a factor in that race. He, you know, it was pretty much Noah Gregson for the most part. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Yeah, if looking at stage one points, stage two are positions and stuff. So, yeah, I don't think he got very well. He was always in a top ten. So, I mean, there's. Folks that would love to be in the top ten mm-hmm. all day. So, yeah, he probably looks that look, looks at that is like, ah, oh, man, I did terrible. <laughs> Fish and well, six. Well, you know what? You you definitely want to kind of fly under the radar, uh, let Noah and some of the other guys maybe take some of the heat and just kind of fly under the radar, and then because I think he still has more points, playoff points than than Noah, not by much, but I'm looking forward to the playoffs in the Xfinity series. Yeah, me too. He, he's got five five wins, so I'm, I'm expecting him to hopefully be in the final four. Yeah, I think Noah's got four. If I remember right, something like that. He's yeah, he's done well this year too. And uh, highest finishing rookie we've called talked about Sheldon Creed plenty this year. He's the highest finishing rookie, and just I don't know, just sum it up in a few words. Twenty twenty one Panini Chronicles. I don't. I we should play a game here, and and when we try to open up some 2021 chronicles and see if you don't get a Sheldon Creed out of a pack. Yeah, because uh, yeah, every pack. I think it actually says on the pack. Each pack includes Sheldon Creed. Yeah, so he's in the chronicles and chronicles autographs. That's the subset or insert set or whatever it is inside of chronicles. And then there's also absolute and absolute autographs black and black autographs contenders contenders autographs crusade crusade autographs gold standard gold standard autographs limited limited autographs obsidian and then phoenix phoenix autographs pinnacle pinnacle autographs select select autographs and spectra which doesn't have any autographs but he does have the name or name variation which is the showstopper. Very good. The showstopper. You put me on the spot, but I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> From last time. 
and then you're mocking you and it's like oh crap i gotta answer a question <laughs> cool. i guess when i uh watch the video back i can see how you're mocking me but anyway so uh, 2021 national treasures card number 120 that's uh serial number 25 or less so that might be a good one to have i gotta see if i can find one of those and then there are rising stars which i believe are autographs and then treasured debut as well in national treasures and then let's go to 2021 panini prism card number 56 and then there's also a variation with him holding the trophy he had won i believe the truck championship last year yeah and then there's all of the parallels to those two cards in prism yeah he gets uh definitely gets the nascar radio buttload award 2021 yeah like i said if you open a pack of 2021 and he doesn't um if you open up prism or chronicles and don't get them i'd be surprised so yeah Yeah. i don't that might be one of the cases where he's overdone again if there's any sheldon creed player collectors out there i'd love to hear about how many sheldon creeds you have a buttload (laughs) well it'd be amazing right if you if you collected him and to have all those that'd be pretty cool that would be, yeah, to collect the rainbow and everything. Oh, my God. That be, ugh, that, that, that's a daunting task. Correct. It, it is. And it's pretty impressive if anybody has it. Like I said, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Next race, 25, uh, race number 25. Two more before the Xfinity playoffs. We're already in the playoffs in the truck. We're in the in playoffs and cup. But Xfinity uh, has two more to go for the playoffs. And if I remember right, last year, Xfinity was the same way. So that's going to be also at Kansas Speedway. That's the Kansas Lottery 300. That is Saturday, September 10th at 3 p.m. Stages for Xfinity, end of lap 45, end of lap 90, and the end of lap 200. Moving over to the Cup Series, that was race number 27. And that was the 73rd Annual Cookout Southern 500. That was Sunday, September 4th, Darlington Raceway. Our winner was Eric Jones. 43 finish, car. 43. And the highest finishing rookie was Austin Cindric at position 16. Yeah, there was a good bit of attrition in that race. And it looked to me like at one point the Gibbs cars were unbeatable until they beat themselves. Yeah, there's a few barbecues, all kinds of stuff going on out over there. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I really wanted to see Kyle Kyle Bush win, but I'm glad that Eric Jones won if somebody else had to get it. And you realize that's our 17th winner of the year. That wow. is incredible. Out of what 20 what is it? 27 races. 20 so, races, 27, yep. Nobody exactly. nobody's running away with it this year. No, it you know, with Chase having the accident early on and being knocked out, luckily he had all those playoff points, so he's not under the cut yet. But uh, he can't afford any more of those. No, no, that's his mulligan, man. He can't, he can't do any more. Neither, neither can Kyle Busch. Now, Kyle Busch is not in the same position that, that Chase Elliott is in. So if Kyle Busch has another mulligan, he'll probably be in a must-win situation. So he has got to do well this weekend in Kansas. In fact, I think I saw somewhere where him and Denny Hamlin are like tied for being the favorite. 
in Kansas this weekend. All I know is I think I can hear Joey Logano going. <laughs> He's going, good, good. Like a family guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's in first place, so. Yeah, he he did well. Hamlin did well. Hamlin finished second. I think I had picked him for the win, so I wasn't too far off. Yeah, he tried, but I don't think he, he didn't have anything at the end for for Eric Jones. Well, he said he could have gone up there and punted him, but he said that Eric Jones has never raced him dirty, so he wasn't going to do that to him. And yeah. if he would have done something yeah. like that, I think was that. So if it'd been somebody else, like Ross Chastain. Yeah, watch out. Oh, my goodness. It was Ross Chastain. He would have. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Eric Jones, his rookie cards, 2016. He was in 2016 Panini Certified. You can see the example there is the base on the left-hand side. There's different parallels for that. There's a mirror. These are all mirrors now. The silver, orange, red, blue, gold, purple, green, and black. And then... There are Xfinity materials also in certified with the different parallels to it as well from two not numbered from 299 or less. And there's Panini certified potential signatures, which you'll see on the right. And those are numbered from 165 or less. Also mirroring the mirrors with the mirror red, blue, gold, purple, green, orange, silver, and black. He's also in the 2016 Panini National Treasures in the quads and the trios as well. Those are very limited. They are number 25 or less for both versions, the quads and the trios. The quads would be pretty cool because it would include Daniel Suarez, Eric Jones, Kyle Busch, and Matt Kenseth, the old Joe Gibbs team. Yeah. <laughs> That's a those are blast names. Names blast from the past, right? I forget okay. about all. You know, Daniel Suarez was there, and Eric Jones was there as well, and Matt Kenseth, and so, uh, yeah. And then over to the 2016 Panini Prism. Throw that up on the screen so folks can see the 2016. Now you had the base, and then the parallels for 2016 Prism with the silver version, the red, white, and blue, which you see on the right, the green version, which you see on the left, number to 149, the blue, red, rainbow, number 24, the camo, number to 20, gold to 10, white, flag, Prism to 5, black, number to 3, and checkered flag, which is a 101. There's Panini Prism driver signatures as well. The autographs with the unnumbered version and then numbered from, from 99 and lower with green, blue, red, red, white, and blue, rainbow, camo, gold, white, black, and the checkered flag. Also in 2016 Panini Prism, there were fire suit fabrics. If you remember that. Yep, I remember that. Few versions of it as well, all numbered from 149 or less. And then his fabrics team numbered from 249 or less as well. He's in 2016 Panini Torque. Here's the Torque version, what they look like. Card number 52 and the parallels for it. There's a lot of parallels in Panini Torque with gold and then blue numbered to 125. And then everything else is lower than that red. 
artists prove purple, hollow silver, hollow gold, blackout, which is a one on one. The test proof black cayenne magenta and yellow on one on ones, and then the printing plates as well with the different versions black cayenne magenta yellow for those one on ones. Panini Torque dual materials, Panini, Panini Torque silhouettes, sheet metal as well. And so he's got a, quite a few 2016 cards. He probably should have a 2015 card, but because uh, Press Pass put that one set out in 15, that he didn't get any other cards. But probably should have had cards in 2015 if they would have made them. So. Yeah. Was that a memorabilia card, that one with the sheet metal? Is that your card? No, it is not. Oh, that's a cool card. Whoever has yeah. that, that's a cool card. I just grabbed that one off of eBay, that image. Like so. A five-color card. That's a sheet metal card. That's awesome. Yeah, again, you know, these prices are cheap, I guess, compared to the other sports. And I guess compared to Ty Gibbs and some of these other guys, they're they're not very expensive. So I want to say it was like 20 or $30 maybe out there. So not that I'm trying to endorse that eBay auction or nothing like that. But they're all, I think, reasonable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very reasonable. Uh, Austin Cendrick was our highest finishing rookie. We've talked about him a lot this year since uh, he's probably going to get Rookie of the year, I'm sure. So. I'm just thinking that very thing. He's, he's probably going to be our rookie of the year. Yeah, his rookies are in 2018. I won't go through them all, but basically 2018 Dunnerus, he's in the Phenoms. There's parallels to that. 2018 Panini certified, he has a base there. And then all the parallels and the mirror versions. Script uh, 26, 2018 Panini Prism scripted signatures. No base in Prism in 2018, but scripted signatures. Victory Lane, he does have a base in 2018 Victory Lane, card number 33, and the parallels of that. Also, an autographs in the Victory Lane signatures. Uh, those are either uh, numbered to 100 or less in 2018 Victory Lane. So, Yeah, he's having a good year. Very good. I wasn't uh, expecting that. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, between uh, Harrison Bolt, Harrison Burton, and Todd Gilland, um, I thought Harrison Burton would have probably a little better year than he did. But Austin Cedric, you know, running for Penske, really good team. So with Joe Logano and Ryan Blaney. So, but next race, race number twenty-eight, that's going to be Kansas Speedway. That's the Highwood Casino Four Hundred, and that is Sunday, September eleventh at three p.m. Stages for the Cup Series at Kansas, end of lap eighty. End of lap 165 and the end of lap 267. You know, one of the cool things I'm going to like this weekend since they're in Kansas, I'm sure that NBC will be playing some Kansas songs in the background, which was probably one of my most favorite bands of all time. So that'll be that'll be cool. <laughs> Carry on, my wayward son. Okay, moving over to IndyCar. That was the 2022 Grand Prix of Portland, and that was Sunday, September 4th at the Portland International Raceway. Scott McLaughlin was our winner. His um, third win of his career. I thought he had more than that. No, I, I, think, it, I, think, it's, I think it's – that's what they said on the broadcast. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just repeating what they said. No, and that's fine. <laughs> I thought he had maybe um, – I don't know. It was wishful thinking or something that he had, had more. But his uh, rookie cards, he does not have many. Or the only cards that I could find of him were the 
2013 V8 Supercars, number card number 18 and card number 46. This is card number 18 you see there, and you see the back there. I see it. Oh, okay, good. And that was one I um, actually had gotten from, I think it was Australia. And then here's the, the supercar and the and the back of it with card number 46. That's cool. Didn't um, so who who was the other Australian driver that drove for Richard Petty? Um, oh um, yeah. If you now, didn't tell his name, I would have told you. Yeah, I put us both on the spot because I can't think of it either. Ambrose, Marcus Ambrose. There we go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He he raced supercars too as well. Well, and if you you know looking at the list here, it looks like Scott McLaughlin. Will Power and Scott Dixon, are they all from Australia? Don't get me lying. That that if Ken was here, we could get him to tell us. Well, on the racing reference sheet, it shows their flag nationality. It looked like all three of them were the same, unless okay, unless one of them. Well, British flag is different than that. So, British flag is like yeah, I, I'm I'm seeing the same thing. I'm seeing the gotcha. Anyway, but the last race is coming up for IndyCar. It's going to be the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey, and that's going to be Sunday, September 11th at 3 p.m. Is that the same time? It is the same time. Why do they do that? <laughs> that's a cup race. One of them will be on NBC, and the other one will be on USA. That's probably, going to be 90, 95 probably, laps for that. Yeah, probably IndyCar will be on USA, not on uh, NBC because it's the championship race. Yeah, so that's going to be at the weather. WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca, yep. And right now, leading the standings is Will Power over Joseph Newgarden by 20 points. And, well, actually, second and third are 20 points behind Scott Dixon. So it's interesting that the, the, the current two and three are tied. I want to say there's two people tied for second place in the point standing because that's the same way it is right now in, in F1. Yeah. I thought it was interesting when I was doing the prep for the show. That's funny how that works out. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's not Will Powers to win yet. I mean, he could, if he finishes last, he could, he could probably lose the championship. So he's got to have a good finish. Well, yeah, right. We were, we were talking before we came on. So this last points being divvied out, Scott, uh, McLaughlin got 54 points, Will Power 41 points, Scott Dixon with 35. So to your point, Will Power has a 20-point lead, but he will need to, you know, finish uh, second or third, I guess you would say, or actually at least second uh, if one of these other guys is in first, I guess, right? Well, yeah, it's 10 points. So yeah, it's tight. They can't. They need to be in the, in the top five, and it'll be jockeying around. So. It's it's definitely not over. Yeah, judging from the way they do the points, he can definitely clinch it by winning or coming in second. And then if he comes in third, other you know Newgarden and Dixon have to finish probably lower than him. As long as long as he finishes above those guys, he's going to win. Right. So, but if, you know if he has a bad day and they have good days, watch out. It's going to be must see TV. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Can't wait. And then moving over to Formula One. Let's see, was that all the information for? Yeah, so that's laps, uh, race number 17, so last race. Okay, Formula One, that was the 
Heineken Dutch Grand Prix, and that was Sunday, September 4th at the Netherlands, the 72 laps. Max Verstappen was our winner, George Russell second, Charles Leclerc in third, Lewis Hamilton in fourth. Yeah, you could tell the announcers were wanting, they really were hoping Lewis Hamilton could pull one out. And then that restart with, I think, I'm trying to remember how many laps it were to go. Wasn't very many. I think it was like um, on lap like eight or something. Yeah, wasn't very many. Lewis Hamilton took the lead under pit stops. And then Max came back just a couple laps later, took the lead back, and it was game over. Then, like, you know, a couple more people passed uh, Lewis Hamilton, and uh, he wasn't even on the podium. Yeah. There's the. I don't know, the strategists, mistakes, Max Verstappen, his Red Bull, they were on it. If I, what I remember from the race was, you know, Lewis Hamilton and maybe it was Perez were the only two on the hard tires. Everybody else was on the soft tires. And Ferrari forgot how many caught wheels were on a car. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know leaving their tools out and about for people to run over and just, yeah, I, I was hoping that Lewis Hamilton, you know, was going to com- compete or, you know, for first or second or whatever it was. And to your point, after it started getting going, he just kind of faded down and, and George Russell, who was on the soft tires, uh, ended up coming in second. So, yeah, and he almost ran to the back of Lewis Hamilton going to pass him. I mean, he came right up behind him, and I thought he was going to hit him, and I think the announcers thought he, he did hit him. But he came so close, hit, went went real close, and went right around him and was gone. To be a fly on the wall in Mercedes on that debriefing of how come Hamilton was on hard tires. And, you know, they let, they let Russell decide what tire he wanted, but they told Hamilton, you know, what tire to put on. So I don't know. Yeah, I can't speak to any of that. There's a lot of politics going on inside there that we're, we're not privy to. Mm-mm. So next race, race number 16. That's going to be the Grand Prix of Italy. That is Sunday, September 11th at 9 a.m. That's going to be at the Autodromo Nazionale Monza mm-hmm. in Italy. That's uh, north of Milano. Yeah, so... Um... Ferrari better do good there. Uh, and talking about playoff points, uh, Max Verstappen is in the lead, but then second and third, Sergio Perez and Charles Leclerc are 109 points behind. Yeah, it's. I don't think Max can lose. I, I think he could DNF a few races and still be okay. I know we talked about Max Verstappen's cards last week. We always are running, uh, but... I've got this one up here. This is, he's got some pre stuff. I'm not going to go through the whole list of the 2020 stuff. You can just listen on one of the other episodes, but there's a 2016 top Trump's grand prix heroes. And then there's this 2018 top Trump Trump's grand prix max for stopping. So that's kind of what it looks like there. Uh, these are all again, the 16 and 18 are before the 2020 plethora of cards of, you know, 435 cards in 2020 there's the chrome formula one there's the parallels to that there's a 2020 tops chrome sapphire parallels in that he's in dynasty he's in the match attacks or the turbo tax excuse me and then the stickers in 2020 so lots of 
um, Max Verstappen cars, but 2016, 2018, again, uh, some of the other brands beside um, Topso. So did you see all the orange smoke bombs there? I did see that. In, in I saw the orange the shirts. Uh, my daughter, who loves McLaren, she's like, oh, those people there are old McLaren fans. I said, I don't think so. No. <laughs> so I did see that. And I saw the stuff on Twitter about the you know guy throwing the smoke. Out yeah. So I don't know if you're trying to get it out of the stands or whatever it was, but I mean, if you have any kind of allergy or allergies or asthma or whatever, I guess you do not want to be in the stands with all that smoke. Can you imagine that if somebody did something like that at a NASCAR race, as far as just just lighting a smoke bomb in the stands, uh, that would not go over very well. No, I don't give nobody any ideas. So, so I, I'm actually thinking about getting an orange smoke bomb and and during one of the episodes lighting it off in here. <laughs> well, get let's see a fog machine and orange lasers. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we will have to work on that. So yeah, extra stopper and wins the the championship. So you have a laser light show with orange lasers. There we go. So that's the wrap up for all of the races. There took us a little bit longer than I thought to get through that. But next segment, I did want to talk about or kind of do uh, maybe state of the hobby of racing and look at some of the i call them the big three that are that are out there uh and naturally you could probably find maybe some better prices on ebay or some other stuff but it's just kind of looking at you know pricing and stuff so you can kind of see uh this is david adams uh in no particular order i'll just highlight some of the things that we can highlight some of them in the different companies as well so the Chronicles looks like it's about 130 bucks. The 2021 Chrome Hobby Box, about 670 there. Dynasty's now at just under 3,000 a box. I believe that was at four to 5,000. Uh, 2022 Dunross at 90. They're showing the 2020 Tops F1. That's going to be the, the second year flagship at 145 a box, but they're showing September 11th. Of September 14th, excuse me. I uh, saw so one of the other sites we'll look at it shows November 4th. So, yeah, Tops Chrome uh, 2021 Tops Chrome has come down considerably. I mean, it, that thing, that, that that stuff was in the stratosphere a few months ago. Yeah, 770 for a hobby. Looks like the light boxes are 300. The 2021 Sapphire Edition are at 700. They've got Dynasty SC. Wow, look how much that's come down. Yeah. I like that. It's got clearance. <laughs> sell, yeah. sell. It's like trading places. Sell, sell. Yeah, exactly. The 10-pack blaster box is at 75. So last year's uh, flagship at 170. We'd seen them at the National for lower than that. The um, lights at 150. You get into the 2020 at 3,000 a box. You can see, like I said, I think they've come lower. The 2020 Sapphire is coming down. It's at 3,000 a box. Uh, yeah. Where was I going uh, Chronicles with this 130. Is, have you seen Chronicles Blasters in the stores yet? I have not seen them. I would expect them this week or next week. Probably. Uh, here's 2020 Dunruss. Plaster was uh, 2021 Prism. Uh, prison blasters for 20 bucks 
if I'm looking at this right, with the blue and Carolina blue, that's I think cheaper than it was at Walmart, right? I think so. They were they like twenty four ninety five or something. Twenty four ninety four twenty nine. Crazy number. Yeah. Uh, and then National Treasures five twenty five. Yeah, that's twenty twenty National. Yeah, Treasures. so yes, twenty twenty. Uh, Prisms Blaster thirty four. And you can see Prime. Has, wow, look how much Prime has gone up. Yeah. Wow. Four thirty five and. 360 2018 prism 270 2017 absolute 160 when we were talking about that today with no greskin there 2017 dunrus 60 select 2017 select 25 for blaster 2017 torque 120 2016 certified 110 2016 Prism Hobby 425. Wow. We should have bought a case of that and sat on it. Yeah, or the jumbos here. Mm -hmm. uh, 12 pack, 12 pack box is at 250. 2016 Torque Blaster 25. 2011 Press Pass Element Hobby Box 95. That's have, that's the deal right there. Yeah, that's got the Chase Elliott. Yep. The 2006 Press Pass Legends Racing Hobby Box 250. Uh, you don't really see. I know it's high, but you don't see that wax anymore. Hey, go back. They got the hit parade up here that they put together for auto race. It's for, oh, it's Formula One edition. Yeah, that's okay. uh, so you get the Sapphire card in it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm non player with that. 20 uh, 1999 Upper Deck Road to the Cup. That's a hobby box. Uh, thank you, Reed, for buying those at $100 a box. There's a rebuy. The twenty, the 1992 Grid Formula One Racing Factory set, $250. God, two years ago, those were 20 bucks. Yeah, you can get rid of those. Yeah. <laughs> so please buy them all. Yeah. Some autographed Beckett Racing magazines. So that is... Dave and Adams. Let's move over quickly to blowout next. You can see 145 again for the 22 Formula One hot um, flagship, 125 for Chronicles, 749 for the 21 Sapphire, 30, 3200 for the 21 Dynasty. Wow, they're Dynasty. way higher on Dynasty. Yeah, they're a few hundred dollars more. Uh, 90 for the Dunners Racing Hobby Box. Uh, seven six seventy for the chrome, two two three hundred for the light, one forty nine for the flagship twenty one flagship, one fifty for the lights out. They do have twenty one Panini National Treasures at five fifteen. Their Sapphire twenty twenty is at thirty thirty three hundred. I think the um they've been having it for three thousand. We have. Chrome, uh, Chrome Formula One 2020 at 3525 for National Treasures. We have 200 for 2020 Prism. The 2020 Chronicles, 200 a box. That's the Ty Gibbs year. Mm -hmm. 100 for 2020 Penny Dunners Hobby Box. Those have the fifth anniversary autos in those. Yeah, those um, are at that price, hundred bucks. That's that's a that's not a bad deal. Because I think they're one twenty five or a little one forty last year. The 
2019 Panini Prism Racing Hobby Box 200, Victory Lane 2019 at 80, uh, Dunruss 2019 at 100. They also have 2018 Panini Prism Hobby at 270. They have the Dunruss Racing Fat Packs from 2019. 2018 certified. We I mentioned that today, I think, with the Austin Cindric at 110, Blasters at 22, <clears throat> excuse me, then 2018 Victory Lane, Blasters for 25, Hobby for 125, 2018 Panini Blasters at 50, 2019 Racing Blasters at uh, 25. Yeah, you know, those those Victory Lane Blasters, something I did not like about those, and I bought several of them from Target back when they were new, is every single one of them, I, I always got a memorabilia card, and it was always uh, an Xfinity driver or something like that. I never, ever got a cup anything out of those boxes. So it just turned me off on them. So I, Gotcha. I, I would say that's a no buy on those. The victory lanes are tough because it's only one pack. <clears throat> and, you know, again, it's memorabilia auto. So uh, I guess folks can weigh them. I'm not sure, you know, but. There's a lot of that going on right now, which. which I, I have seen buying, yeah, some of that. Boxes from anybody. It's yeah. like, it's like when you see these low prices on boxes, like I saw somebody that had like eight boxes of Chronicles and it was like a hundred dollars a box or something. And I'm thinking, okay, are those the eight boxes that they weighed? And, you know, all the good cards are gone, and these are these are the scrubs? I don't know. But that's the, you know, with all the, the stuff going on, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, if you don't buy a, you know, sealed case, you never, you know, you yeah. never know. You just have to kind of trust who you're buying it from. So, mm-hmm. 2018 Donner's Hobby, 400, and Blasters for 19. We got the... Uh, 19 Dunruss Blasters, Select Blasters, 2017 Select for 35, 2017 Blasters. A lot of um, Blowout has a lot of, of Blasters, a lot of a lot of Wax, uh, 2016 Certified Blasters. These actually have some older Press Pass, 2014 Blasters at 9.95. Yeah, but there's just nothing in those. Yeah. Uh, pre-priced blasters 2014 so what was that yeah it's all 2014 2012 press pass uh blasters 2012 ignite racing retail 16 pack 16 pack lot for 20 bucks and then the 2011 press pass wheels element hobby for 95 also 10 box cases for 925 hours they must have made a ton of that stuff well, it's got the silver packs in it. I, I again, I don't know if they had a closeout or whatever, but you know, everybody's buying new stuff. Nobody's buying old stuff. So, yeah. Uh, tw- two thousand and nine press pass, clips. Two thousand and nine wheels element, blaster, twelve box light, twelve box lot. Tw- two thousand seven tracks, two thousand six VIP racing retail. So, and two thousand four press pass down hurt the legacy. Victory's racing set is a set and then a full box case. So that is um, blowout cards. And then, you know, 2019, we've talked about this before. There's really no good rookies in 2019 anything. You know, unless you're just chasing memorabilia and autograph cards, to me, 
there's almost no reason to buy any kind of 2019 product. I mean, what do you think about that? I won't argue with you. We have not seen, I don't think anybody come out of the 2019 products. I'm trying to think even what the rookies are in 2019. Who is that? During our, you know, when we do our reviews and stuff, it's, you know, 2016, 2018, 17. Mm-hmm. Then the newer guys are 20, like Chronicles for Ty Gibbs and 21 Chronicles for Sheldon Creed and, and those drivers. So, but just finishing up with Steel City, you can see they also have flagship. They're saying it's going to be released November 4th. They have the That's 22. Funny. They have Chronicles hobby packs. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy one of those for no. Maybe I might buy one for a couple dollars, <laughs> you know. At twenty, yeah, twenty-five. They yeah. have the Turbo Tax twenty twenty-two Turbo Tax, the new, new, and then some tins as well. Forty-eight tin cases, twenty twenty-two Donruss blasters, Dynasty form. It's kind of some of the same stuff. It is the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, with um, Formula One twenty. 2021 a flagship there and lights out sapphire again a lot of the same stuff dunruss select box at 550 those have escalated and then the blasters torque cases certified for 90 2016 torque they have 2016 prism hobby for 800 2018 dunruss uh, again, blasters. They have some individuals. They have this 10 box lot of select. Where I want to go is they have 20, uh, 1995 Pinnacle Zenith Hobby Racing at $60 a box. You don't see those every day. Yeah, you know, we talked about it before. You know, that's 27 years ago. Wouldn't it have been cool in, say, 1980 if you could have bought? card packs from 27 years prior to that that been in the 50s yeah that would be pretty cool <laughs> i mean that's amazing to think about those kind of things like that and so this is kind of where i was getting to with some of those rare stuff 1996 press fast vip racing hobby eight box case 1600 dollars. you don't see those every day 2002 mm-hmm. press pass premium blue racing hobby 10 box case at 800 1996 Pinnacle Speed Flicks Racing Hobby 10 box case, 489. 1996 Pinnacle Speed Flicks Racing Hobby box at 50. 1996, 1995, excuse me, Upper Deck SP Motorsports Hobby Racing 6 box case, 360. The SPX Racing Hobby 12 box case for $1,300. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. It's definitely priced to hold, <laughs> not priced to move. Yeah. Again, but I thought those were really cool to see those. The uh, Prison Blaster, Absolute Blasters, Downers Blaster 2017. Yeah, they had a 2016 Fat Pack of Prism. Yep. Uh, 2017 Torque, 2021 Blaster. This 96 Wheels, Mom and Pops, Wheels Racing, Downer 3 Card Comp, Cobra Set, 15 bucks. And then some odds and ends here with 2020 Dunruss Blaster, 97 Press Pass VIP Racing Hobby, 19 pack lot with box. There's another lot here. 
2018 Prism Hobby Pack for 30 and the Dale Earnhardt card there. So, yeah, the um, 2020 was it 2022 match attacks? Yeah, that turbo, turbo tax. Yeah, turbo tax. Have, have you seen any of those in stores either? They're supposed to be in stores in the U.S. now. I, I have not. seen them. I heard that. I guess they're blasters, but I did not see any. They were I'd like not. A few of those. I would buy just a handful just to bust open and make some videos. Yeah, I've got I've got some of those. I have not opened yet. Just been so busy with everything we've been doing that we ordered when we thought there were going to be autographs in there, and they turned out to be signature style. Yeah, I haven't even opened up any of mine yet. I want to open some of them and and you know do them on video and put them on YouTube. But I just haven't had. I'm like you, Val. I just there just hasn't been enough hours in the day to try to do all those things. I still have some more Chronicles boxes to bust open. I haven't gotten to, around to yet that I got from Panini. Oh, okay. Wow. I have, I have two more boxes to open up. I just hadn't had a chance. Mm-mm-mm. You've been super busy. So. So I, you know, we we looked at the prices. I don't know if you want to talk just for a few minutes about like the state of the hobby. It seems like maybe people are buying some of the new stuff naturally, just because it's, it's new. But I have not seen a lot of other stuff moving. I did see some of the maybe I don't know if they're the glamour cards you want to call them. The '92 tracks, they've been you know been selling here and there, but I don't think they've been going for absorbent prices. We saw some that were in the golden auction, some on eBay. I've seen some more selling eBay. I ended up picking up a 92 tracks autograph set with cover cards. So I have seen stuff moving like that. But again, I don't I don't see the, the volume that we saw earlier this year. And even F1 seems like it's kind of... And I can't tell if it's the economy or because there's nothing new out for a while. Or, well, you know, F1 has come down tremendously, and you know, I I don't know if you would tr- can attribute that to okay, all the hype beast people have hyped it up, made their money. Hey, I'm going to move on to something else, or you know, hey, it's just you know, the people who really wanted to pay the money have got the cards they want. Now things are not selling like they should. Prices are coming down for the average collector like us, uh, you know, there, there could be a lot of factors with F1. Now with NASCAR, um, we've definitely seen an uptick, especially in Dale Earnhardt senior, anything, especially memorability cards and autographs. We're really seeing those things starting to go up and are becoming extremely desirable right now. Yeah, that's true. Earnhardt autographs and memorabilia, you are correct. Just because there's not a lot of that out of there, out there. And, He's iconic with the sport, so. Yeah, and Richard Petty's got some momentum. Uh, I, I will say that. And I'm thinking that overall, if you're looking at the big picture of NASCAR, I think overall NASCAR is 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 starting to elevate. And then, of course, Formula One is starting to come down. Um, well, yeah, it shot out like a rocket, though. So it did. Um, it needed it needed a little correction. It's not. I'm not saying it's crashing. It's but there is a correction, which is. Like I said, it's, it's good, uh, or I guess it's needed, right? Because you can't have that sustained growth. We've had a few shows where we talked about trying to sustain that growth. So for long, for the health of the hobby, it needs to temper a little bit. So 
hopefully a lot of folks did not get uh, buy at the peak so or they just need to be able to hold until mm -hmm. so you know i i bought that tops now uh lewis hamilton card number three at, at psa nine for like three little over three hundred dollars several months ago and now that thing's like 150 160 dollars i think now something like that it's like almost half of what it was when i bought it a few months ago and of course the, the psa 10s have gone way down you know we've talked about that before so i agree with you we're seeing a correction and it's starting to come back down to earth you know for a while there it wasn't even in our galaxy it, it was so far out that we couldn't even touch it but now we can at least kind of see it and it's, it's within our grasp on some of the things that we want to buy because like one of the cards i want to buy is that lewis hamilton ferris wheel card i think that's a, a really cool card uh, i'd like to find one of those at a decent price in a psa 10 and tops chrome so i mean there's some there's a lot of cards out there i really like that i would like to get uh and i think they're starting to become more affordable so i'm glad i'm really happy to see that yeah i think we have um i don't know where it fits in the schedule las vegas for f1 we have the flagship coming out at the end of the year hopefully or you know october november we have a championship here in a few weeks so maybe you know we see it in nascar right so the beginning of the season it gets hot and then you have a, a low in the middle and then by the way playoffs happen we see it kind of pick up so maybe it will pick up at the end of the season so we'll see i don't there's a lot of things going on there right so lewis hamilton is not having the year he had last year mm -hmm. uh max is still you know it's kind of still doing very well charles leclerc and some of the other drivers are kind of in that mix but definitely not you know dominating like last year i think we said you know i know this isn't the exact number but you know hamilton one half and of the season uh or the number of races as well as max so it was kind of a battle between you know the two in points um so we're not kind of seeing that and i think that rivalry helps you know card sales and in the sport so you know, and that could be part of it as well. So we, we, we saw well. Earnhardt, Earnhardt and Gordon going at it. It helped propel the sport. But then when Jimmy Johnson was cleaning the house with everybody and he had no competitors, you know, it didn't do well for for Jimmy in, in the sport. So, no, it between that and Brian France, I mean, those two things almost killed NASCAR. I mean, it was, you know, there's too much domination. And then Brian France was, I don't know what the heck he was thinking, but between those two things, I mean, it just NASCAR took a nosedive. But now, you know, with all the playoffs and all the things that they're doing now, all the different venues they're going to and all that, it's really propelled NASCAR. NASCAR, I mean, you saw the stands at Darlington. It was completely full and sold out. Right. So we're seeing a resurgence with NASCAR, and I'm glad to see it. And then – you know, any cars get any love. We'd love to see, you know, them get a, a card manufacturer scoop that up and, and produce cards for them. So, yeah, that's that's mind boggling to me. I don't understand why somebody like Panini or even. OK, why, why isn't Leaf even doing something with that? That, that would be a perfect fit thing for Leaf to do. It, I, I think they could get the license at a reasonable price and they could they could sell a lot of cards. I mean, there's a lot of indie collectors out there. I think so, but I don't understand it. I just don't get it. 
And same thing with drag racing. Why is why do we not have NHRA cards? I mean, I love John Force. You know, I love all, I love I love watching drag racing. I don't it's you know I don't collect it, but I like watching it. And maybe if they had cards, maybe I would start collecting it again. So I, is it is it lacrosse that's getting some cards? I know Cornhole has some. I'm waiting oh, for the pickleball to come out. So yeah, wait, yeah, pickleball cards are coming. Professional pickleball. I'm sure it's coming. so. So how can you have pickleball lacrosse and not have IndyCar, right? Or drag racing. I agree. It or, just makes yeah, so it makes no sense at all. All right. So I guess that will wrap that segment up here. So all right. So you know what that means, right? Yes. Yep. Time to cue the music. This week's King's Court, I had to dig back and add an honorable mention because this one card that we're getting ready to show right now was too cool to not mention. So my honorable mention for this week occurred on the 3rd of September. It's Ty Gibbs 2020. This is his rookie. Chronicle Spectra Nebula Parallel 1 of 1. And of course, guess what? I didn't see this card. I missed it. And they had a $500 buy now price and somebody went click and they bought it. And I probably, if I'd seen it, I might have gone click and bought it. Um, that's a cool card, man. And that's his rookie. Oh, man, that's, that's a sweet, sweet card right there. So whoever got that, man, you guys got a deal. I think, I think, you know, in the long run, that's going to be a, a nice card to have. It's a nice one. It is very it's nice. amazing how, how those Spectres, they messed those up with those numbering. That'll go down as uh, I don't know if they did any other cards that way or if it was just the Ty Gibbs. But, or I think there was like one or two other ones. But um, From what I understand, that was just on the picture itself. And that's the when they when they published that picture, that was already on that picture. So I guess they had, you know, put uh, their numbers okay. on it. Because it's not embossed. It's that's okay. actually on the picture. Okay, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I don't know if I, I have a few. Uh, maybe I don't have them in hand, but yeah, I they're all the same. Thing. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, good. I learned some. But yeah. anyway, to your point, yeah, it's rookie. It's Spectre, only two per box. So and it's Ty freaking Gibbs. And it's Ty freaking Gibbs. Yeah, the rookie. So cool. That's a cool card, man. Like I said, congrats to whoever got it. All right, yep. moving on. Uh, our Joker of the week. This was on the fourth of September. The, and we were just talking about this. Four John Force on card, race used autograph auto press pass legends cards. Well, that's a mouthful to say right there. They were asking three hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents for those four cards. They settled for a best offer of three hundred sixty five dollars. So it really didn't come down very much. So you can do some quick cipher in there for four cards. I mean, you're talking about what was that? 90, 90, $89 a card. So that's pretty stout for John force, but those are did nice. You, did you look at those cards, those silver ones? You know what that is? That's a race used parachute. Yep. Parachute. That's I see right there. Cool. I had, 
I, I didn't realize they had done those until I saw that. I, yeah, I didn't know, but that one's numbered to 20 out of 25. Uh, I don't, can't see a numbering on that one. Nice autos. That one's numbered out of 25 as well. Mm-hmm. So those are nice. Those are cool. Man. Those are unusual. You, you just don't see a lot of drag racing out there you know, for sale. And when you do, it's usually pretty cute. And like, he's iconic with, with drag racing. He's kind of the goat, right? If you ask me, he is. If he's not the goat, it's probably maybe Big Daddy Don Garlitz. But um, yeah, he's he is one of the goats of drag racing for sure. So yeah, those are cool, man. And I think the other one was a that black that one with a black piece of memorabilia. I think that's a shoe. Yeah. Boot. Yeah. Or boot, yeah, okay. Race use boot. But you know, you know, we remember we saw some Tim Richmond cards that had the silver on them. I wonder if that was really from a parachute and not his, <laughs> <laughs> not his suit that he wore to the awards dinner. But anyway, so yeah, those are cool, man. I just thought I'd uh, put that in there as our Joker. Very nice. All right, so next up, our Jack of the Week. This was on the fifth of September. 2020 Topps Chrome F1 Auto Red Refractor of Yuki Sonoda. It's one of five. And look at that. It's a PSA 7. But, of course, it is out of five. So, at that point, I don't think it, the grade really matters. But they, that thing went out for bidding. And it went for $1,612.76 with 31 bids. 31 bids. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And like I said, it's a PSA 7. Imagine what a 10 would have gone for. Woo! Well, we know you yeah. had some issues with um, with condition-wise on those. So. Yeah, look over there if, uh, to the to the. I guess if you look over by his name on the on. I guess it's on the left side. If you want to call it the left side. Mm-hmm. Look, look over there. Can you see like a, there's like a little crease or something? It looks like or a little line or something. I don't know if that's a scratch on it or not. I don't know. It's it's over there. Uh, I see it. Yeah. Right yeah. by the. Um, it was over here somewhere. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I don't know what that was. So that may not have sure. hurt. I don't know. It's still it's a cool card, though. I like the way that looks. And he, yeah. he, he's only like 22 years old. He's just a he's just a puppy. <laughs> he, of course he he was f2 in this card yep so yeah pretty cool all right so next our queen of the week this was on the 4th of september oh did i miss one yep there it is okay there she is yeah oh that's nice yeah 2022 chronicles timeless treasures black auto to 101 Haley deegan they were asking $1,249.99 for this card. And they accepted a best offer of $600 for a Haley 101. So you, you kind of know how I feel about Haley right now. I'm, I'm kind of on hold. I think you're kind of on hold too. Yeah. I, it's a nice looking card. It I like that Timeless Treasures design. Mm-hmm. It's where that photo is kind of, you know, um, in a picture frame almost of it. Uh, you got your one-on-one there with the blue and the white. 
little bit of the red in the corner. So almost like a trading card. I'm not trading card, playing card. So anyway, it's a nice design. Yeah, it's one of my favorites out of Chronicles this year. Between that and Crusade, uh, those are probably my two favorite designs for this year. So the one thing I noticed, and I know we didn't talk about this before, is her autograph has changed. So, Oh, it's changed drastically. I guess she gets, I bet she gets a ton of requests every month, every week. Yeah. And, and it's pretty impressive that, you know, she signs to the mail. So that's, it is with her popularity. It is. It's amazing. Yep. That's awesome. But yeah, it's a great card. So I think whoever got it probably paid about what it's probably going for right now. I think that's about the right price. Wait, so it was 600, 600 bucks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next up our King of the week. This was on the 1st of September. 2020 Panini National Treasures Chase Elliott race worn fire suit out of this is number two of two. And of course, they were asking $624.24. Come on, people. He hadn't driven the 24 in a while. <laughs> Make it 09 or something. But anyway, <laughs> the, they accepted a best offer of 505 bucks, which I thought was odd. 505 but you know it is out of two it's got his name you know part of his name on there so that is uh a really nice card now you got it now you got to find the other one the other other side yes of it. you do yep which is probably uh, going to be weird it's the other one's going to be probably the the one of two which is going to be the the you know io iott part or whatever um which you know i've seen i've seen panini do that before where you would think that the first one would be one of two and the second one would be two of two but it's going to be reversed and I, it's not the first time i've seen that it's weird well i don't know if uh we i know we didn't talk about this we probably need to talk about it another time but talking with the guys at panini at the national and how they actually create some of these memorabilia memorabilia cards that um to get all that right um and get it blocked right so when it gets created uh they said it's a it's amazing it gets made at all so yeah it's a big job uh yeah you know i'm not ditzing on anybody i just um yeah, yeah I just, so then whoever the guy with the numbering too right so that's a secondary process they probably uh you know they'd be a little more cognizant of what's going on for their numbering yeah but i guess but i guess if it's even in the same group that's pretty good yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you're curious, we need to keep an eye out and see if we find the one one or two. Uh, granted, this is 2020 National Treasures, but um, we'll have to keep an eye out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that card. All right, next up is going to be our Ace of the Week. This is also on the first of September, 2020 Tops Chrome F1 Christian Horner, Team Principal, Red Bull 70th. Superfractor. It's a one of one, of course. It's a PSA eight. They were asking twelve hundred and fifty bucks for this. Uh, can you guess, Val, how much they accepted for their offer? Eight hundred. Higher. Oh, nine hundred. Higher. A thousand. Ding 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 ding. Thousand bucks, man. Wow. For that. that is amazing to me. He. I mean, you see him on TV all the time. You know, they're always talking to him after the race. Right. Uh, but still, for a team principal, 
I mean, that's like, you know, one of our crew chiefs or something, you know? It's not even autographed, yeah. Yeah, so, but it's still a cool card. Yeah, I like, you know, and I, I know the, the photos and kind of do it justice because some of that color you can see in the other colors kind of washed out, but that blue with that gold background around the edges, it's, it's a, I think, a good-looking card. Yeah, and, you know, the, the two most contrasting colors, I think, are blue and yellow. I think that's why um, uh, Goodyear uses blue and yellow for their logo because that is they contrast so well. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But yeah, it's a cool card, man. But I, I just thought that was crazy that it was a team principal that got that kind of money. Yeah, that's you know, that's that's a lot of money for, for that. But again, it's one on one, it's twenty twenty, so I yep. maybe have a super or a Christian Horner super collector there, so I can sum it up in one word. You never know. You never know. Yep. That's right. All right, so here we go. Last but not least. Our Royal Flush of the Week. Again, this was on the 1st. A lot of stuff was happening on the 1st of September. This is a 2020 Topps Chrome F1 Sapphire Aqua. 60 of 99, number one, Lewis Hamilton, PSA 9. And it went out for bidding. It went for $3,050 with 32 bids. Wow. That's a pretty card, man. You know, that's that's a... Hold on, let's go. We're gonna get, get it right. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a that's a nice card. But do you think that this time last year that that card probably would have gone for a lot more money? Because seems like yeah, I think so. I think so too. I think it's come down tremendously. Well, you got to remember, right? So this is in the Sapphire. It's 2020. This is that three thousand to thirty-five hundred dollar a box. Um, that's the only way to get these sapphire cards and you know you're hoping to pull you have the regular sapphire edition and then you like these parallels so you know you're hoping to pull some of these low number type cards of hamilton or verstappen or whatever so yeah i think last year this would have been twice the price oh no doubt easily so that just goes to show you i think and it's what we've been talking about these prices are coming down to earth and i'm glad to see it you know um and it is a PSA 9. I mean, it makes you wonder, again, what a PSA 10 would go for. Yeah, I don't know how much more that would play into it or not. I mean, again, you know, when I look at it, it's a 2020, kind of the first, and I say first in air quotes, whatever, because, you know, he has some stuff before, which we know with the future and um, the Formula One cars that were in the magazine you know that we've talked about our earlier episodes uh but you know tops chrome the sapphire and the parallel so it's um it's probably one one of the cards the key cards and that's it yeah totally and it's it's very aesthetically pleasing as well i like i like it's not it doesn't just you know, it's not gaudy or anything. It's just, it's, it's kind of a mellow. It's a not just a nice looking card. Yeah, that cracked ice and that teal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, aqua. Yeah, that aqua teal color is one of my favorite colors. So to me, that's a really, really nice card. I do like, you know, the, the back has the full stats. Mm-hmm. I don't know we've talked about it before, but I definitely think that's, um, you know, looking back years from now, it's going to be really cool to, you know, see those stats kind of like, you know, like in baseball when you get 
one of these, uh, like a Nolan Ryan card or whatever, and you look at all those stats or Rich Jackson or whatever, you know, pick your favorite uh, star and, and have all those stats in the back. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like I used to do with Johnny Bench and Pete Rose when I was a kid. Yeah. I was going to say the 88 Max, Rich Petty. So, yeah. But yeah, that's a nice card. So, very nice. Yeah. So, uh, 32 bids, so $3,000. Yeah. Free shipping. Yeah. And see, that, that's a smart person, free shipping. I like that. But anyway, there we go. That's uh, that's it for this week's King's Court. Well, awesome. Uh, so much for a short show today. But um, I do I do have a couple little tidbit things I want to talk about real quick. All right. Going back to Eric Jones's win in the forty three car. Yes. This this win for the forty three, and I'm talking the number forty three. I'm not talking about Richard Petty or anybody else. I'm talking about that car number. This was the 200th win for that car number. Yep, there we go. There's there's the nice little stat for it. Uh, of course, Richard Petty has the most by far, 192 wins. But um, Jim Pascal has two. Bobby Hamilton has two. Lee Petty won once in the 43. I bet a lot of people don't know that. John Andretti won in it. Eric Almirola and now Eric Jones. So that's 200 wins. There's only one car number that has more wins than the 43. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. And? The 11. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. 218. That's a lot of wins. Yes, it's a lot of wins in a car. But there's some great drivers driving that 11. Oh, Kelly Yarborough, uh, Daryl Waltrip, uh, Bill Elliott was in the 11. Of course, Denny Hamlin's in the 11 now. So that's an iconic car number. But, yeah, the 43, I was glad to see that. So now... It has that number has 200 wins to match what the king has overall with 200 wins. <laughs> so I like that. That's pretty neat. Very cool. Yep. And see, I think we talked about we had 17 different winners this this week. Yep. For, for this year now. Um, also, I heard a while ago when I went to uh, Chick Fil A to get me some sweet tea, I heard on NASCAR radio they were talking about that. I think the all-Star race next year is going to be at North Wilkesboro. I've not heard that. Yes, they were talking about it. I think it just it just happened. They made some kind of announcement. I think they're going to have an official announcement in Richmond tomorrow, I think is what I heard. Okay. Um, but yeah, Dale Jr. is behind all that. You know, he's a he's a, a historian of NASCAR. Uh, I can only imagine that I've probably bid against him on some things and probably lost because he's got more money than God. <laughs> But he is a historian of the sport, and he's he's trying to get stuff going with these old tracks. He's trying to get racing to come back to the fairgrounds and things like that in Nashville. So kudos to him. If they do have the all-star race there, that's going to be nice. You you probably need to go to it. Yes, I will. I'll have to. Yep. I may need, I may need to try to come and go to go with you to go to it. Sounds good. Yeah. So. I think that's all I've got for just news. There wasn't a whole lot of NASCAR news this week. That was about all I got. All right. Um, well, definitely want to thank our sponsor, Penny America, naturally. Please like, share the podcast. If you like the YouTube two video, please uh, like and subscribe to the channel so you get notified of new episodes or content that we uh, have. And I guess... From me and Logan, thanks for listening, and 
we will be back next week. Hopefully Jason will be with us as well. And we'll be another week. We'll have the end of IndyCar. So it should be exciting weekend for racing. So, yep. All right. Well, we're out of here.